Welcome to the wandering musings of AJ and A-Ray. Two Mamas After Dark. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to the spooky things that aren't so really spooky <laughs> episode. Hey guys. I'm so excited. Really excited for this drink. Yeah. What Another does it smell like? delicious drink. What does it smell like? It smells like. It smells like goodness. Okay, this one yeah, is just... an actual cocktail. This one's called <laughs> Spiced Candied Apple. Um, it's one that I kind of came up with. I was going to say, it smells like a, literally like a candied like can- apple. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So I have, um, it, it was last winter. I was like, I, I really want apple. I really want something like candied, but not like overly sweet. Cause I don't like overly sweet drinks. I feel personally. like I need to say before we get going. You can hear the kettle in the background. Yes, you can. They're probably like, what is that noise? <laughs> it's it just true. adds to the ambiance of the spooky episode. It's spooky. <laughs> or it's the kettle that we, you know, got our liquid from. That way, that way they know that this drink is authentic. It's authentic. And we it's just made it. It's too hot to drink. It is too hot. And it smells, smells good. Delicious. Anyways, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, so I'm, you know, I, I was craving it. I whipped it together. I had like... I had some apple whiskey. I'm using Royal Crown. I had some sh- uh, cinnamon schnapps. Um, it's hot damn. <laughs> Sorry about that. I just had to say it fast because it's technically a naughty word, I guess. The one swear you can have. <laughs> you know. Like the, you know, dam that you go to, the water dam. Yeah. Um, And then... Uh, Normally, I put whipped vodka in it, whipped cream vodka, but I didn't have any of it. I did at that point when I was trying to make this drink. It'll be fine. In the very beginning. So I put vanilla extract in this one to just kind of give it a little bit of like the sweeter side of life. Because it's supposed yeah. to be a candied apple. I could just smell this all day long. Right? Mm, it smells so good. But you can have it either hot or cold. I don't remember if I said that or not. I requested it hot because it just... It's because it's with cold. The weather. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. Um, but yeah. So, how are you doing? I'm good. I am recovering from a busy week. I, I feel, Okay, I say this every week. But every week is busy. Right. Well, <laughs> We're I mean, moms. I mean, full time yeah, mom, full time work was really busy work, this full-time week. Full time everything. But you know, after fall break, kind of getting into the swing of things again. Um, I feel like I don't know if this was it was like this for you with your boys, but after our school break, they don't want to go back. No. <laughs> I miss when they were little. And I don't they... know. Mine, mine are crazy. They do like school. So they're like, yeah. mine, mine doesn't. Mine doesn't. Uh, but I miss when they were little and they want to go to school all the time. Mine hates school now and doesn't want to go back. So it's mm. like, come on, let's go. Let's get back in the swing of things. Yeah. But, but so. he has some other things yeah. that he's working through. So. Yeah. I mean, working through life. We're adjusting yeah, to life, junior high. Life you know? brings... <laughs> Every little fun obstacle that's great when yes. you're done. Yes. 
It's like a hike. It's like a hike when you go up the hill and you're like, I'm going to be fine when I get up to the top. Yes. But going through that little part, it's a little harder. It's You have to stop sometimes. You have to reset sometimes. And then when you get up to the beautiful view, you're like, worth it. That's what's going to happen. Speaking of, we did do a hike. Uh It's part of the challenge, which we will speak on later. Yes. And you took pictures. Yes. Yes. Share those pictures. I mean, I hiked around my yard. (laughs) I have, you have pic- a big yard. You have a, I have pictures have of that. You have a farm. Our so little mini farm. Yep. Our little mini hob, hobby farm. <laughs> so we homestead. did a hike and then I went to an art exhibit. Uh, so, which is another part of the challenge. It was me time because I love art. Yep. Uh, so it's been a busy week, but a good busy. Was it like old? Like older artworks or was it a modern gallery? Uh, no, it was an older... It was a specific... I feel like I can never say that word. Me too. It was an older art artwork um, but for a specific... I feel like if I say what art exhibit, it will say where I live. That's fair. <laughs> um, we can just skip but it. But it was, it was an art... And, but it was beautiful. I'm yeah, sure. it was art, older art um, by one particular person um and i really liked the way it was done um and it was art that i hadn't ever seen before was it like landscapes or architectural or uh, abstract both. or so it was really weird be- or not weird i'm trying not to sneeze not- <laughs> sneeze is that what you said? <laughs> did your drink making you sneeze <laughs> no not yet i just got a whiff keep going it, it was it was interesting because it was a female artist and her the dynamic of her art changed throughout the years. You, some of her art was very, I don't know how to say it. it just looked like she was angry almost and just brushed Big on the canvas. Yeah. Just took out her heavy. emotions on it. And other ones were very, it was like portraits and it was very interesting. Maybe I need to do that. I'll just make a corner <laughs> down here in my workspace and just. They said they said that they she would put up her canvas on the wall of her farmhouses, and it was so big. The canvas was so big that she would do half at a time. I don't know if I could do that. I, I, if I was angry <laughs> enough, yeah. <laughs> But it was, it was just very interesting because it wasn't consistent. I okay. guess what is what I'm trying to say. So she her dabbled art, in all. Yeah, her art wasn't consistent. And it it just kind of boggled my mind a little bit. <laughs> Me being a dabbler myself. Well, we talked about this last time. I really think I have ADHD. So me being a dabbler of myself, I understand why there would be different perspectives and different uh, techniques being used. I always think the mediums or the projects that look the coolest are the ones that dabble in a lot of mediums and not just one. Does that make sense? Yeah. You put your color pencil with your paintings and your drawings with your, I don't know, chalk or something. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. But it was cool. I, I really enjoy art exhibits. Mm-hmm. Made me want to go to more. I need to start going to more art exhibits. Yeah. <gasps> I was your week? all the time. Um, we would go um, down in, what is it? What is the boardwalk there called? Where? Downtown Portland with my mom and stuff. We would go down there and we'd see all the I art galleries. and Portland? Artsy fartsy stuff. <laughs> Apparently is my new word for every artsy episode. Fartsy. Artsy fartsy stuff. 
Um, but down on the boardwalk, we would go all the time. But I will include pictures of my trees that I put in. Because at first when I put them in, there was like all the leaves were falling off. And I was like, oh my gosh, they died. But the little... Tree killer. No, but there's little leaves growing. Oh, okay. You brought them back to life. And they're like little red ones. That's what you did this week? You planted trees? No, I planted those a while ago, but oh. I noticed this oh, week that they weren't okay. dead. Gotcha. And so I took pictures of them as proof that I'm not a tree killer. <laughs> because my other trees don't have leaves. On, well, the one in the back that I put in spring, mm-hmm. that one doesn't have any leaves. And I'm afraid I might have killed it. Um, but it's a grafted one and i think it's done like the beginning of spring it comes on and then no more fruit for right now so i i don't know we'll find out next spring if i'm a tree killer or not <laughs> i was swear it's okay i won't judge you on a plant killer <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're just learning how to interact with your plants it takes some hey, time someone sometimes. told me that i just give them i love them too much there's that. Or maybe it was protecting you. I've read that. Okay, so in my little spiritualness, um, I have read that your plants sometimes because of all the love and care that you give them, if somebody is doing like a negative charge attack towards you or your psyche or an entity, that sometimes it absorbs it for you because it doesn't want you to get hurt. It won't. So it takes, it like throws its life force at it. Like, Go away. I must have a lot of negativity and thrown at me because I kill everything. (laughs) Or sometimes it's just because we're learning how to love our babies. (laughs) It's like my pine here. It was upstairs and it was totally fine. And then during the summer, it started to die. And so I brought it down here and it seems to be doing better. And then this one was totally fine until the cats got into it. So I moved it down here and it's not dead yet. So we're doing great. I'm learning. Yeah. And my, well, you saw my Christmas cactus. It's like love and life down here. It didn't love. It's all about your environment. It didn't love it up in the window that all my other plants love. It's all about the environment. Plus, I need to find more windows. Anyways, you're right. It is all about the environment. <laughs> but yeah, my my week was fine. Um, busy as usual, just trying to get through harvesting and prepping as much at the end of fall or this fall time so that in the spring I don't have to do as much work work yeah. you know business as usual Bus- for yeah you, it sounds like sure yeah <laughs> someday before I die I will take a rest eh, might as well fun. use my body while I can right right um I have a quote for you oh let's hear it I do and um so to kind of give you a look it comes with artwork but I didn't print it because it would have taken up a lot of my paper. But it was a tree, and it had two spheres on it, and it had different colors, and it had just fun, pretty colors to brighten your mood. And it says, gratitude helps us see what is there instead of what isn't. So gratitude helps us see what is there instead of what isn't. And it was posted by Energizing Souls. They can be found on the Facebook feed page. And I looked it up because I was like, who are you? Why am I, why am I, why am I putting your work <laughs> uh, yeah. line on here? And why are you so smart? Why is Why are you saying that gratitude does help us see? Because sometimes when we take things for granted... We don't we don't see clearly yeah, the beauty that we have around us. Yeah. Yeah? 
Exactly. At least that's why I was drawn to it and I wanted to share it. But um, Energizing Souls, she is in Australia. Isn't that great? She's how reached us all the way. Well, from isn't Australia? that great though? Like how connected we are, and we don't think about it. How connected we are to people. Yeah. That I'm. We the know internet we is a magical thing. It is magic. I'm just gonna say. I think so. I think technology in general is magic, but neither here or there. <laughs> <laughs> I could go down that rabbit hole for you if you wanted me to. Um, where did I put it? Oh, right here. So she is in, I don't know what this is, and I probably should have looked it up before saying it, but she does dip polarity therapy. Have you heard of that? No. I don't know. Maybe I'll research it and put it, and I shouldn't say maybe. I will research <laughs> it, and I will put it on one of our posts so that you guys know what it is, too, unless you want to be us to it, and then you can do that as well. She is an accredited shamanic and crystal practitioner and teacher. Which shamanism is just sounds right up your alley. <laughs> she is up my alley. <laughs> um, for all of you that don't know, I grew up in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm a little bit of a hippie. She's a into the hippy dippy things, as I, I like am. to say. I am. Um, <laughs> not the chemical parts of things, but more of like just the way of life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I realized after I said that. <laughs> I, you know, I, okay, I, I when call I, myself a hippie too, but I, when I say hippie, I don't mean the, the chemical, the part granola, of yes. organic <laughs> thing. Not, not the other stuff. Anyways, no. um, she is a, a, a Reiki master. Is it Reiki or yeah, Reiki master and teacher? Mm -hmm. She does tarot, so she's um, alternative and holistic health services is what she supplies. Um, or gives to people and she is in australia and her website if you want to check her out because she has a lot of other pretty things and sayings um is energizing souls.com.au for australia nice. in case you didn't know really like that quote gratitude helps us see what is there instead of what isn't because i think a lot of times especially for me I don't take the time to slow down and be grateful for things that I have. Yeah. You you do. How do I say it? Is you want things, or you you're think about busy, what you need, right? Yeah, you're too busy. You grocery shopping, focusing on what you don't have and not on what you do have. Be grateful for what you do have. Yeah. And what's no, in find, front of you? I find myself doing that too. Like, oh, I have to do laundry and I have to, you know, go grocery shopping and I have to go and do all of these things. But we live in a place where we can go grocery shopping and get a variety of things. Yeah. We live where we can do our laundry by a machine as opposed to in by hand. house. Which I, <laughs> when I went overseas, you know, to a different part of the world and had to do laundry i had to do put my hands in some places like in buckets and i was and like probably outside sometimes i will never ever ever yeah. complain about doing laundry again yeah. yeah um but yeah just slowing down remembering the the beauty that we have of technology and things that can help us and maybe not focusing on the fact that we have to do something. It's more that we get to do it and that we get to do it in a way that is proficient as opposed to what our ancestors did. Like, you know, just learning about harvesting and stuff like that. Like they had to do that or they wouldn't eat. Yeah. And what if I run out of eggs, 
not that I have yet with my chickens, but <laughs> if I run out of eggs, I can go to the grocery store and buy a carton of eggs. It's not like That's I'm going to starve from not having it. We're blessed. We need to remember that. Very good point. Yeah. Thanks for um, sharing that. You're welcome. Are you getting cold? Because if you are, I will start a fire in my <laughs> electric fireplace. Hey, you might as well. Speaking of gratitude of things that are right. nice. That's really funny that you said that because I was thinking, you know, you can be, instead of saying, oh, man, I wish that my house had the fancy fireplace that such and such person has, instead of being grateful that your house has heating. Yeah. Where some people in the world don't have they heating. They don't have heating. And don't be... Well, when we first moved into this, the little fancy things. Well, you don't always need fancy. I have no, found you that don't simple need <laughs> and does just as best or Be better. For what you have sometimes it's better. And then you don't have all these things that you have to store. Yeah. And be keepers of or fix when they break. <laughs> like my writing one. Or the <laughs> we won't get into that. Tut, 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 tut. <laughs> so. You know, tell me what's happening in the world with the, what was it, Farmer's oh, Almanac? The one that we mentioned last time yes. and then totally <laughs> just was like, okay, we're done. <laughs> that one? We had so much to talk about I did. Time. But before, I totally went off on like the spiced candied apple and yeah. then forgot to mention other drink choices. Oh. Um, so I wanted to bring them up because, you know, Halloween, Samhain, whatever you practice, um... There's some really cool things that you can dabble in. Okay. Um, most of these are alcoholic. The drink that we're drinking is alcoholic. And I understand if you don't drink. I didn't for most of my life. Um, but you can do variants of it. You can look it up and do variants of these things. And you can, like, for us, we put in um, apple whiskey and the cinnamon schnapps, you don't necessarily have to do that. You can put in your apple cider that you made last week. And I'm you can still put, dreaming about. <laughs> I know. So good. So good. You can put that in and then you can add like whipped cream on the top. Then you have that spiced apple mm -hmm. taste with your little sugar on top that makes it kind of that candied flavor. Um, but... Back in that cocktail book that I mentioned that I stole from my husband after I gave it to him. <laughs> Which was, in case you forgot, Cocktail Chemistry by Nick Fisher. Um, we could do Corpse Reviver number two. Um, that is on page 28. I'll have to look it up. strong. Corpse Reviver. Right. I was like, okay, so we're like corpsey, spooky things. Okay. I'm a nerd. Okay. Um, I love Manhattan drinks. I don't know if you've had it before. A Manhattan cocktail it usually has vermouth. No. The perfect Manhattan has both vermouth in it and whiskey. I'm doing this like I'm making a drink for you. <laughs> thumbs down. <laughs> she's using her thumbs like she's like boring. they're the spouts, you know? <laughs> but it looks like she's thumbs down. I'm like downing. thumbs downing it. No, just kidding. Um, this one is a black Manhattan. It's again spooky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's on page 38 of the same book. Again, a note, it is an alcoholic beverage. You can make changes and do different things to make it fun. Um, and then the last one, <laughs> it doesn't sound spooky, but the color of the drink was dark purple. And 
that's a color that we see, right? We see orange, yeah. black, and purple a lot for the Halloween Somehow spirit. dark purple has become like a witchy color. Yeah. And so I think it's pretty, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Like midnight it's sky. Perfect drinks for if you're hosting a Halloween party. Yeah. And this one's called Improved Flaming Homer. Like Homer Simpson, which... It's called whatever. what? Improved Flaming Homer, because again, it's purple, but you light it on fire. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, there's purple and there's fire and wow. <laughs> so if you're brave enough to do that, it's on page 170 of this um, cocktail book. I post... Uh, okay, so to tell you the truth, we're doing this on the same day we did another episode, but... It'll be posted and out there for you. So if you want to, not that he has sponsored us to give him credit for anything or have people go to him. Um, if you want to try out these drinks, you should. Because he yeah. did a great job putting them together and providing. They sound really yeah. good. I'm not a. Well, let me show I you. Don't drink no, so the drink that I'm all, talking but... about is on the cover. It's like that cool. Oh, Oh, it it's like that really cool. cool. Holy cow. Wait, right? What is, is that a lime? What is yeah, that? Yeah, that's the oh. boat you make. You make it in a boat so you don't taste the... the yeah. what, what do you call that? The liquid that combusts. The liquid fire thingy? Yeah. Yeah. Because who wants to taste that? So you put it Crazy in the people. lime. You cut it in the I lime. Like he tells you how to it do it. It does look really cool. He tells you how to do it. Just prep everything before you drink. Because if it is an alcoholic beverage and you're doing with fire, um, <laughs> don't play with fire. While you're have drinking. your designated light person <laughs> do it for you so that you don't have your house burnt down. We don't want that this let's Halloween. Not, let's not end the year <laughs> with your house. So burnt let's down. not do that. <laughs> but it's cool drink. It looks cool. That's awesome. if anything, just. Put some grape juice in the thing and do a lime wedge it. and light it on fire because cool. Because <laughs> cool. Um, She's not passionate about things at all. Can you tell? <laughs> I was just so excited. It's purple and there's fire. Come on. <laughs> oh, um, what was the other thing that you asked me about? I asked you what was happening in the world. Oh, in the and then world. you went back to drinks. Look, I got distracted. What did we think you have? ADHD. ADHD. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I coming didn't, out strong today. If I wasn't born with it, I'm pretty sure I gave it to myself <laughs> some point in my uh, life. Which you can. I have read you. You can do that with the world pulling good. you in different good. directions. I'm just sitting back here sipping my drink. She's like okay. laughing at you. <laughs> good. I'm glad. At least I'm entertaining <laughs> to somebody. <laughs> um. Okay, so October 28th. Did you know what's happening on October 28th? Um, no. Because, you know, spooky things. The full moon. Oh. Well, okay, so we have 12 of them a year. But anyways, it's the one for October, and it's called the Hunter's Moon. Okay. I didn't do much research on it, and I kind of feel bad, but you can do research on it. It's the Hunter's Moon. It happens on the 28th. If you're in the eastern part of the United States, um, it will be at 4.24 p.m. because the sun's out. So I'm not sure why <laughs> I brought that up. <laughs> but no, I just started, <laughs> I just started thinking of sun's out, because bun's out. <laughs> 
Okay. I gotta so, stop drinking this drink. <laughs> you're fine. Um, Continue. Anyways, but the sun's out, so just make sure you watch for it later in the, the day. Um, I guess by that time, the sun goes away earlier, right? About five-ish now? Yeah. I don't know. That's sad, but Between I Between like 5.30 it. and 6 o'clock is what I've been seeing. Ish. Yeah. By the well, time I get off work, it's dark. So. <laughs> the other day that I was moon gardening, it was about 6.15. <laughs> I was like, really? So that was one interesting fact. Um, so on the 28th. And then um, the other is our moon's zodiac sign for the 31st. Because that's what um, day you'll be able to hear this. So on the 31st, Halloween, day. Halloween, the moon will be in Aquarius. What does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> We're <just> supposed <laughs> to know these things. I, I, look, I am like a baby at learning about okay. the astrological sphere of things, which is, I mean, you can go down a lot of rabbit holes. Okay. Yeah. No so, rabbit holes today. No rabbit holes today. Maybe in the future when I start learning a little bit more. Okay. But the moon, in case you're wondering, is going to be in Aquarius on October 31st. Um, so you can all sing the Aquarius song and dress yeah. up in your like 60s, 70s and answer doors <laughs> yeah. and say, hey, yo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and have that theme song and then all the kids will be like, you're weird. Give me your candy so I can come now, please. <laughs> quickly looked up what Aquarius moons mean. Oh, yeah. Tell us. Aquarius moons frequently surprise others with their out-of-box thinking and flash of genius. I was a genius for <laughs> suggesting the 60s and 70s. You're correct. I'm um, not an Aquarius, though. Aquarius moons are often regarded as oddballs due to their unique lifestyle, philosophy, or sense of style. That's really fun. Um, moon in Aquarius. Did you know? It just sounds funny to say moon in Aquarius. Did you know that Caden is on this mangus? He's on um, the cusp between Aquarius and a Sagittarius. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, oh boy. Bless me. <laughs> uh, with the moon in Aquarius, individuals are inclined to remain distant and aloof from others. Okay, so the opposite of trick-or-treating. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Everybody turn off your lights. <laughs> say, come back tomorrow. Yeah. Try Just another day. Try another well, day. so where I live, I didn't know this until this year. I was like, why are you guys going to school if you're not going to tell me this stuff until like three years later? The boys. Um... We've never had trick-or-treaters here because we don't go, like, super cray-cray in our front yard. And apparently, if you don't have a ton of decorations out, then you're not a person that has in candy. community? Yeah. In, in what? our space. I was like, so you're telling me the reason why I always have a buttload of candy after Halloween? <laughs> so it's not the just the porch light on no. or off thing? It's no. the decorations? Because, <laughs> well, okay, so I live in an agricultural or yeah. kind of... And we're, yes, we were city people that came into this community yeah. and have no idea on the traditions of things, but we are learning. Apparently, because everybody has their porch lights on all the time to keep critters away. Well, because it's pitch black out here if you don't have your porch light on. Yeah, but see, right now we don't because we don't want all the mosquitoes up here. Oh, okay. <laughs> but 
Um, it also is a deterrent for keeping like the raccoons off your porch and stuff like that, which I haven't seen since we moved here. Thank goodness. <laughs> Different range. So the way to differentiate the decorations. Oh, I was like, but what if I only have like a little bit? Because I do all this other stuff. You have to go out and buy decorations. So apparently, I have to go Go get like a huge spider to put it. (laughs) No, don't do a spider. Spider. (laughs) What's that from? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's so. It speaking of Halloween and traditions and things, mm-hmm. do you have any Halloweeny traditions? Halloweeny, Halloween like. Okay, so I always have like this image that I want, right? Yeah, like I think we all the do. blinged out house, and then by like October, between October like twenty six and. 30th i'm like oh no <laughs> i haven't done anything <laughs> and then i go down and i get my like tote and then i wonder why people don't come and knock on my door <laughs> now you know just kidding so this year i was trying to be a little bit better so i have like um i have the things that i already mentioned my huge jack-o'-lantern barrel that i put candy in that i don't put as much candy in anymore because they don't come they don't come and there's only so much candy i can eat <laughs> but watch this year everybody will come and i'll be like i only have 250 pieces of candy so go away <laughs> please don't trick my house go away <laughs> that's when you go out and you take your decorations down <laughs> oh it's gonna be cold but i have my like wood bead thing that i made my garland thing yeah and I have um, the cutouts that I did, the leaf cutouts, and I have like some pumpkin-y stuff, but not real ones because I'm afraid of the raccoons. Apparently, that doesn't count, though. Well, tough. apparently, you need to be the house that goes all out and has those Christmas big time. Blow I will out, blow out, blow up, <laughs> blow up things. Yeah, what, but what those, those things called the inf- inflatable things. Yeah, the inflatable things that everybody puts up because that sure means because you have candy. Sure. But here's the problem with those, and this is why I don't buy them. Number one, they're too expensive, they and they probably will pop. Look, I have four dogs. Let's be real; <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna pop. It. Um, number two, when they're deflated during the day, they look like a whole bunch of stuff in your yard. <laughs> and I would rather just show off my, you know, weeded, weed growing yard as opposed to. You want blah. to show off your weed growing yard? Sure, what? it looks better. I have weeds growing in the front. (laughs) (laughs) So might as well have my weeds showing is what I'm saying. It's better. What? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just ranting. I find that interesting, though, in this community. That's what determines whether or not you stop it. I wouldn't have known that. I I would not have either. I don't live. But that's what Caden told me. I said nobody's coming this year anyways. And he said, well, the reason why is because. Have your kids gone trick-or-treating since you lived here? Not because they're too old. Okay, I was going to say, do they go to these houses? No, but but he's he's told apparently that the word on the street, the down low, the DL. (laughs) That's a different rant, which I won't bring up. The gal said was like, the DL, no, that means download. And I was like, "I'm, I'm not that old to not. You didn't know what the DL No, no, no. Meant? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I said I told her I was like I'm not that old 
to not know oh, I see. what it is. I you were there. I was giving her a hard time, too. <laughs> I was there when you, this happened? Yes. You and Nettie, and we did it on our, oh. our birthday dinners. Oh, Remember? Oh, yes. Remember? Yes, yes, yes. It's coming back to me. I have a Dory-like memory, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, in the little community that we've lived in for the past, I don't even know how many years, mm-hmm. seven, eight years, Really that long? Wow. Um, they don't kids don't trick or treat. That's weird. It's really weird. We put out because you know it's just the two of us. Sure. So nobody's left behind to hand out candy. So we've always just put a bowl of candy mm. on our porch. And I always thought, oh, it's going to be empty by the time we come back. There's going to be no candy left because people are greedy and they're going to take it. Every single year, it's still been full. That's crazy. Every single My year. last area, <laughs> that big pumpkin that I have. Yeah. It, I filled it. I had to fill it up like twice because everybody came. And I was like, what? So imagine the shock when I had that much candy and, and nobody came. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not going to have all this candy. <laughs> I think it was two years ago. I got smart and I bought candy that I like. Yeah, that's what <laughs> so we that, do now. So that when it's left over, yeah. I that's, can eat it. That's what we do. But granted, I also think that the fact that the subdivision has to walk at least a block, but the block is a bigger block because of the fields that we have. Yeah. They have to walk that in almost dark. Yeah. You do have to walk pretty far. To get to like the two houses. We're like, us two, (laughs) and then walk a little bit more, and then there's another one, and then walk a little bit more, and there's like all these fields, which I love, and I... (laughs) If ever more people come, we may move because I can't. People. <laughs> Growing up in our neighborhoods, when we were younger, we would always go to every house. But then when we got a little bit older, we would go to the houses we knew. Mm. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if people do that. Probably. They go to the houses they know. And last year, my son is getting a little bit older now. He's getting to the point where I don't even know if he's going to go trick-or-treating this year because he's... Borderline. Yeah. yeah. We went to the houses. And this might play into your neighborhood kind of thing. We went to the houses with the best decorations because we felt like they might have the best candy. That's fair. I always get chocolate. I'm a chocolate <laughs> I just pass that along. And for a little while, when I have a little extra, I get, like, the the big chocolate bars. Mm-hmm. But nobody goes in this way. I'll just eat them all. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just, you know, whatever. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter at all. Just I kidding. found a fun fact about candy. Yeah? I wonder if it's the same one I found. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell that me. One quarter of all the candy sold annually in the U.S. is purchased for Halloween. I believe it. Which is Christmas the other? It didn't say what the other one I was. I bet you it is. But Christmas. I'm sure. And it Valentine's. Is. Oh, yeah. Which is insane. So much candy. So much candy. Do you want another fun fact since yes. we're talking about Halloween? Might as well just start now. Um, um, in the 1950s is when candy manufacturers began to get into the candy, like, 
is the best thing for you to do for trick-or-treating and stuff like that. Because before, in the 1930s and 40s when it started, uh-huh. um, they were doing homemade cookies, um, pieces of cake. I was like... For trick-or-treaters? Yeah. I was like, maybe I was born in the wrong... <laughs> Sphere for Halloween. Imagine walking up to a house and getting here's a piece of chocolate cake. I'd be like, "Thank you, (laughs) I'm done. Bless your soul. (laughs) I'm done." My kind of trick or treat. Um, Yeah, they did that. They did fruits. They did nuts. I mean, fruit and nuts make sense because they're probably harvesting those. Like you know, Um, coins, toys, interesting things that aren't going to rot people's teeth out. Which. I don't know. So, now, and now what we do is trick or treating. So, do, do we know why they switched to candy? Because the candy it's manufacturers just, were like, hey, easier. this is a way that I could be getting money. That's interesting. Yeah. So, that was in the, like, the 1950s. And then 1970s is when it tr- truly became. Because even then, you would still get like fruit or like. I know some houses still give out like box of raisins. And- yeah. Random things. I knew a dentist I bet you house that, that would hand out toothbrushes because it was his the dentist own. How do I say it? That seems like private a practice. There we very go. Very dentist <laughs> thing to it do. It was a privately owned, and so sure. he he was probably just, like, "Please don't come with all of your cavity <laughs> teeth to my." Yeah, I don't want to smell them. Um, <laughs> in the nineteen seventies is when it became a thing for only acceptable thing to be handed out is the wrapped because i remember when i was little doing the trick-or-treating stuff that they were always looking for like razor blades and all of this stuff yeah but i think that's just the world that we've started to have i don't think it was i don't think that bad things didn't happen back then I just think it's a more prominent thing in the um, forefront of people's yeah, minds. Yeah, and then people started getting um, drug-laced candy and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all that. I remember when that was a big deal. And then even more so now with when COVID was more prominent. Yeah. You had to be very careful. Yeah, yeah don't go is what the first year, yeah, remember? Yeah, couldn't go sugar-shooting. And then when it started to pick up again. Which know, we still had a ton because we were still over in the other house. Yeah. We still had a ton of people. And I was like, I guess COVID doesn't count anymore. <laughs> we still done. wanted to make sure that, you know, everything was wrapped. and Oh, yeah. And then spray it down. Yeah. <laughs> I solved like, the candy. Clorox wipe in. <laughs> Here's your candy. Um, but yeah, yeah, you definitely want to make sure there's no drug laced or uh, yeah anything that was open i remember my dad would pick through and like throw away stuff yeah and then i did the same thing i also picked through and took the candy that i wanted (laughs) i don't think he did that but i did (laughs) do you remember sorting it out like sorting it by kind and then you would trade with your siblings or your friends well i didn't really have siblings but i I traded with friends i'd be like i don't like this do you want it exactly (laughs) or just give it away yep um, I, so uh, I know I've already said I grew up in Portland. I, a lot of the times when trick-or-treating in the rain, there were several times. So it times. never would deter you? No. I guess But I think my to. dad was more <laughs> into it too. Like, let's get this candy. Because I, I just remember like halfway being like, can we be done now? <laughs> and you'd just be like, one more house, one more house. And then we would go to my granny's house and she would give me a whole bunch that would be miserable. It was miserable. Thank you. <laughs> You're like, no. No. But was, I grew up in California. It wasn't, so. it wasn't bad. It was just 
cold after the sun went down. But then most of the time I, I dressed up as a witch because then I could have like my pants on, my black shirt on, and then put like a, a dress over yeah. and then have like the apron on and then the hat. My hat was always like plastered to my head <laughs> so the rain and wind wouldn't take it off. One year my grandma um, put green paint on my face, not like like facial paint not paint paint yeah so she put that on and like by the time it came home it was all like running down your <laughs> makes you look more witchy yeah it was like goobly gobbly okay. um but so now that your boys are older and you don't go trick-or-treating do you have traditions that you do with them um last year they get dressed up they were vikings Nice. I'm wondering what they're going to do this year. I told them they have, they're in charge of their costumes. This is their first year they're in charge of their costumes. I said, if you want to make something, let me know. If you want to get something, let me know. If you don't want to dress up, don't let me know. Like, just. So they still dress up. They just don't go out trick or treating. Yeah. And they always wait for people to come knock on the door and no, no one comes. So they just play on the PlayStation. <laughs> they or just like... sit there playing dressed up. Oh, yeah. how cute. Yeah, you know, that's cool. Um, I think this year they're probably going to wear their capes and they're into the historical fencing, mm-hmm. which we were talking about. And um, I think I think they might have that as their costume. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's cool. And it's something they already have. And it's nice when you can, there's a double use for things. And Caden has a potato on his buckler shield because <laughs> he loves potatoes. He is Sir Spud in this house. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then this year, Spot and I were hoping, we were hoping to dress up like um, Volcano Man, the music video that is in Eurovision. Oh, yes. Please. But we've had Do so it. many distractions that I'm not sure if we're going to be, excuse me, if we're going to be able to get it in time like get together mm-hmm. in time so if we don't uh, yeah, we're gonna do it i know if we don't get it together in time for it to be good then i'm gonna put a pin in it and we're gonna do it next year yes because <laughs> it is definitely one that you have to do right yeah so my backup is um i don't remember if you were working there yet or not when i bought it but i bought this um it's a monster hat it's like a fluffy, hairy monster hat, and it has like its little horn things that kind of come down, and it has horns up here. It's not ringing any bells, but that doesn't mean anything. I feel like with you guys being in theater, you have so many costumes to choose from. You can just I know, I walk in have and you can pick anything you want to be. <laughs> That's fair. I do have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of stuff here. The theater has a lot of stuff. The options are I know person in terms of the theater. <laughs> That's no, awesome. Most of the time I'm just like, okay, I want to put this shelf up. I want to put this away. And then I'm going to go home and do my other chores and then come back in the next day or whatever. I'm in my um, break moment right now. Short break. Yeah, it's so probably going to happen this week. But anyways. I think um, we're going to do sort of scary movies. I don't do scary. I don't do scary. I watch Hocus Pocus. I watch okay. the Hocus Pocus 2 now. Hocus Pocus. Halloween is a Town. Oh, yes. Do you watch that one? Yes, I saw that one for the first time. Practical last Magic. Year. So we're going to do like Halloween type sort of not. I say scary movies, but not really scary movies. I think we're going to get a bunch of snacks and watch some movies. I like it. 
I think that's going to be what we're going to do this year because last year we tried to do games and that didn't go <laughs> well. But I feel like if we give the attention to the screen, we might all survive. Be nice. Yeah. Maybe I like that idea. Make the apple cider. Ooh, I love that. It's so, it's good. so good. Just be nice so to be relaxing good. and just have some. Well, you do stuff all the snacks. time, anyways. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really like trick or treating. I'm not the type that. Even when I was a kid, I stopped really young. I'm just not. I don't like it. I do it for the kids, but. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Well, see, I, I still to. buy candy because I'm afraid somebody's going to knock on my door well, yeah, and then I, will I don't have, have a bag it. of candy. Yeah. Of course I'm going to, for kids coming around, but I don't like to go out Even though and I do it. Everybody is doing trunk or treat now. Oh, yeah. Remember? It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> but who wants to decorate their car? I can't even get my house decorated all bad. I'm not into Halloween, but my son is. The poor oh. child has such a party poop mom. I love <laughs> Halloween. I don't. I just have a hard time being slow enough. In my busy I'm schedule, I'm just not festive enough of a mom to decorate and take part of festivities. In my early twenties, I was. Sure, <laughs> I've never been. A, I've never been a. You need a Charlie Brown tree person. I think I, think I did at one point. I'm yeah, because sure then you I just did. have the one little ornament. I'm the type of, I mean, we'll talk about it more when we get into Christmas, but sure. I'm the type of mom that only decorates for Christmas on the years that I have my child. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there ain't no shame in that. There ain't no shame so, in that at all. So, yeah, there's that. Um, so, that's the backup plan, Monster Hat. And then I have, you know, those old school, like, steam, um, why is my brain not working? steampunk like the old school hats that the ladies would wear Uh I have a couple of those that you can wear as a headband and I usually make spot wear that (laughs) when we're doing our backup I don't even dress up I just I'm in my pajamas I'm a tired mom that's what I'm dressed up as (laughs) you're fine you're fine Uh, I remember one year one year I (laughs) I wore you know my normal clothes and then I went and got a little tiara and I pretended to be Princess Mia from um, Princess Diaries I like it. That was my dress up. Done. That's what I do. Boom. <laughs> I like it. Because there's a scene where she's in her pajamas. I get it. I like it. When I someone think... asked me what I'm like, I'm a tired mom. That's what I am. <laughs> the end. Um. So just some things about I light, light touch because I know a lot of people bring up Halloween and the history of and um just a couple things it evolved from the ancient celtic holiday Samhain. i know it's spelt like sam i had to look up how it was pronounced Samhain. and i was very surprised yes um and um there are a lot of different holidays um around halloween time in different parts of the world that are go by different names and have a different like thought for it but uh, like we have, like we said, Samhain, we have Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos, um, Halloween Around the World, All Souls Day, which is on the second and it lasts for like three days. Um, of course, I, I wrote in the Halloween that we know here in the U.S. is a lot like the Halloween in Ireland and Canada. I didn't know that Ireland also has 
more of the treats and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, where you have your costume parties and your trick-or-treating and your pranks. And if you do pranks, make sure they're not naughty ones that hurt anyone or anything. Oh, yeah. And games. I'm up for fun just as long as no one gets hurt. Um, And then what I did notice was a lot of it is kind of murky on giving. Not 100% does it say that it's kind of the pagan Samhain but more of going into like the early Roman Catholic holidays that they had and the medieval um, practices and stuff like that kind of pulls it in as well Um, you have in the UK um, in England specifically the guy um, is it Fox Day where they do the bonfires and fireworks, and that's on the 5th of November. Um, oh, I did not know it's, that. It's like a person that they put to death, and then they celebrate oh. it for oh, some reason. Okay. I don't know. Anyways, it seems a little brutal. I don't know a whole bunch I, about it. And I, I think I, it's evolved. Thank goodness it's evolved from being kind of... Dark and gloomy. Ooey yeah, gooey. a little... Uh, a little dark. I mean, you still have it, like, you know, Friday and all those scary movies that I don't watch because it freaks me out. Yeah. Um, you still have people dressing up like vampires and, and things like that. But um, it's more of, I do like the fact that the commercial side of things has put it more of a fun and um, lighthearted way. It is to remember that... Um, the harvest season, this is what truly Samhain is. is It's the end of the harvest season. We've had four other harvests um, that have happened um, with Imbolc, with um, Lunasa. I wrote them all down. And I do know them because I do practice this neo-paganism stuff. Um, <laughs> but of course, because I'm trying to remember them, I can't remember them. That's but, always how it is. Right? Right? Um there's it's it's the fourth and final harvest this is where you're getting the rest of all of your crop in your very first is your in bulk where you're you know you're starting to get your vegetable stuff and you're starting to get all those things from your gardens and then your next one um is your your next set of harvest from like your other fruit trees and then you start going into your third harvest which we just had with mabon which is the autumn equinox um so this one is the halfway point between Samhain, or Samhain is the halfway point between Maybon, the autumn equinox, and um, Beltane, which is the winter equinox. Okay, yeah. And, or not Beltane, excuse me, Yule. Huh, I know the difference. <laughs> do do <laughs> I? Um, Am I? Yeah, the, and with the Samhain, uh, with the... Wasn't it where the November 1st, it marked the end of the summer and the end of the harvest and the beginning of the winter, um, and cold, dark winter, uh-huh. where in the time of year that was associated more with death. death. Yep. And um, it's where it's believed you have um, more of an opening or you can breach and fill your ancestors. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead is blurred. Yeah. Um, and so 
the night of October 31st, they would celebrate the Samhain um, where they believed that the ghosts of the dead would return to Earth. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a lot of these things are to kind of keep them from coming in and consuming you so you have yeah they would light the bonfires uh-huh, uh-huh. too and and they and i and i think this is where the costumes come into play they would wear costumes to ward off the ghosts yep yep yeah and to not be recognized yeah because they yeah they were trying to protect themselves yep, yep. and and i did find one uh unbalk beltane lunasa the, or the other three of the okay. four Gaelic seasonal festivals for this time yeah. of of year. Okay. But it is the, like I said before, it's the halfway point between um, the autumn equinox and the winter solstice, which is really important. Okay. That is cool. Um, I also found that um, in the Celtic pagan origins and some of the Neolithic um, passage tombs in Ireland are aligned with the sunrise at the time of Samhain. So if you're like at these um, structures, as soon as the sunrise comes up on, on Samhain, you kind of, it, it hits the viewpoint. It's kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah, I think so. Um, but um, like you were mentioning, burial mounds were open in, in, feasts and stuff like that um the ancient ones were open and they were seen as the portals kind of to the other world i'm not saying go open up a grave that's gross no no (laughs) please don't do that this is what they did (laughs) this is not what we have to do um and then samhain has bonfires and and sacrifices it's usually i mean nowadays the neo-pagans would probably and I, I would put like, okay, this is something that I'm ready to give up. Um, uh, whether it's a viewpoint, um, whether it's something that I think is super important, but isn't so important, excuse me, you would write it down and, and, and offer that up. That yeah, bad I think thing. They... I think it's evolved more from they would, I read that they would appease the ghosts by putting like bowls of food outside, sure. you know, to, you know, here you go, leave us alone. Don't come in my house, you know, sure. type of thing. And now it's and more of, um, you're my ancestor. Come and have a feast with me. You're a God yeah. that I believe in yes. or a goddess that I believe in. And... Or like send up a prayer type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But... Because, we have to remember we have all spectrums, right? We have those who are Christian who also believe in the wheel of the year, and then you have those that are more neo-pagan or poly um, theists who have more than one deity that they yeah. reach into. Yeah, and so those are their times to offer up those offerings, those gifts, those presents, those and and feast with them. But. One of the things I found interesting, I don't know if you picked up on that, is um, the name, what we call Halloween, it's evolved from Samhain to, um, and then they, uh, there was a pope in the 8th century that um, wanted to honor the saints, so it became All Saints Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they incorporated some of the traditions of Samhain. Samhain. And then um, 
then it went into All Hallows Eve. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Then it became Halloween. I thought it was really interesting how they pull traditions uh, from their ancestors or from you know other even other countries. Sure. Well, it's living just like and, any other culture. Yeah, and then they change the name, tweak it a little bit. Sure, because it's a little different, but not quite. Yeah. Well, and... Or All Souls, you know, All Saints Day, All Souls Day. You know, it's, it's so interesting to me. <laughs> it It's interesting. You know, earlier um, in a different podcast episode, we were mentioning the last one, I think it was, that you watch how it starts from, like, a practical thing and goes more into... <laughs> Um, a fun or spiritual factor. way. Yeah. Um, like so, it started with the cattle were being brought down, um, into their summer pastures, and then the livestock were being slaughtered. So special bonfires were lit that would protect and cleanse things. Um, the well, yeah, because you don't want all of that gross, grime, yuckiness around, right? But they also believed more in the natural world having a spiritual connection and being connected with. And I, I noticed that in our, our modern times, more people are starting to note, oh, we do need to be connected to nature. But we don't have to do it in the, we're slaughtering our cattle, so therefore we're going to have these bonfires. We're, you know, we're creating a fun atmosphere where we can in- enjoy everyone and then reflect on our past and and see what we're doing before, you know, what we need to do moving forward. Um, in the Celtic wor- world in the past, this was the end of their year. It didn't end in December like our calendar does now. It was now. This was your new year that you were moving into, into the dark, into the unknown of. And they felt it a little bit more. They were prepping it. And so they did all of these things to protect and cleanse and move forward. And then, so that's why it kind of has that feeling of death of the year. And then moving forward a little bit more than even Yule does. Yule doesn't really have that feel of death. It's, we've already been living in death and darkness <laughs> yeah, at this point, sense. right? Yeah, that, that. It has more of a feeling of, okay, we're starting to, like, come out of it a little bit. We just have this little bit more of time to get through before we see the light coming a little bit more. Yeah. So it's just sense. like your last little huh, to push for the light. That makes sense. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, it was, um, actually, and it was in the late 19th century. It looks like John Rice and James Fraser suggested it would be the Celtic New Year. Um, yeah, yeah, they used to, and I, and I do remember hearing this before, and I am just bringing this up from Wikipedia, um, that they, um, where did it go? The souls of the dead kin were also thought to revisit their homes. We talked about that. Seeking hospital, uh, hospitality and a place was set at the table for them um, during a meal. Mumming and guising were part of the festival from at least the early modern era, whereby people went door to door to costume, reciting verses in exchange for food. So that's kind of where mm. trick-or-treating started to come into it. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, the costumes may have been a way of imit- imitating and disguising oneself from the EOC. 
Definition was also a big part of the festival and often involved nuts and apples, which we talked about. Um, but I thought that was interesting as well. And then you already brought that up about All Saints Day, but um, folklorists have used the name Samhain to refer to Gaelic Halloween co um, customs up until the 19th century. And then it kind of fell on the wayside and then it came back up. Which I thought was interesting, and that was through the Celtic neo-pagans and Wiccans and other um, neo, um, not even ne uh, Celtic neo-pagans, but just neo-pagans in general, um, because it is associated in the will of the year that we talked about. So it is also a religious holiday for those people. It's not just... Like, I love the Halloween part. This is me growing up in a Christian world, and... All of the traditions that I have gotten from that, and I don't turn my back on that, but also learning of my other sphere that I'm going into in, in my new older season life, um, more of a natural and, and pagan way. Not that I don't believe in a god or gods. I'm more of a more than one being polytheist myself. Um, it's It's a little bit more sacred than I realized. A little bit more spirituality happening than I remember growing up. This is about your ancestors and remembering them and 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 still having them. And I think it hits more of now that my grandma's gone too. Um, having those memories still and and incorporating them into our traditions. Yes, we can still have fun and all that fun stuff, but we have to remember that we're also celebrating our past, our past people that we come from. Um, whether they're Celtic, whether they're English, whether they're Native American, etc., we have to remember them and add them and their memories into our celebrations. Definitely, and I'm rambling. No, again. <laughs> one of the things, one of the things I read, um, was in the 20th century, Halloween lost most of its superstitious and religious overtones. Mm -hmm. And I think that, yeah, nobody ever really thinks, why do we celebrate Halloween? There, I don't think I've ever really taken the time to think, oh, yeah, there is a religious or aspect to it. I think most people think, oh, it's just a commercial thing. Yeah, it, it, it is commercial. And there was a point in my life that I thought the same thing, like in my early 20s, you know, after I, I mean, I wasn't celebrating it right. I had my kids and I was taking them around and it just seemed like one more thing I had to do it was fun it, it was fun to dress up it was fun to do all these things but it, yeah it, it's like it other holidays like like Christmas or there's religious reasons for Christmas Halloween yeah. but everything is commercialized <laughs> and you forget those spiritual yeah, yeah things there's that you spiritual reasonings and behind things that everything has come about like we talked about in another episode with and you brought it up earlier of there are reasons that we do these things and they they've evolved into commercial commercialized capitalism capitalism things, yep. things. Um, it, and we're not bashing that we're no not, bashing not that at, at all but there was another fun fact that i found i think um, it's a, a reminder that just because you can doesn't mean you should right and 
it should be fun and we should dress up and we should have fun. And we There's should do nothing wrong with having as fun. As long as you also remember that it came from people remembering right? their loved ones. People or people being afraid of their loved and ones. Why and why it went both ways? <laughs> you know, and if your child is, you know, wanting to dress up as a ghost, why are they wanting to dress up as a ghost? You know, this is why they dressed up as ghosts back in the day. In the ghouls and, and all yeah, those exactly. Things. They were for and there was uh, a fun fact that I found that today Americans spend an estimated six billion annually on Halloween, making it the country's second largest commercial holiday. Wow. After Christmas. Wow. That's a lot of money. I mean, if you drive around, at least in my neighborhood, at least. <laughs> it's everywhere. Their decorations are just as elaborate as Christmas. Oh, yeah. Some of them are even more. The, like those oh, huge skeletons. There's the I one mean, in your old neighborhood. I love this holiday. The one that <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to it, but the one that they start building it in summer. Uh-huh. The, the backyard, yep. you know exactly what yep. I'm talking about. I you do. Go through the backyard. I'm telling you, that neighborhood <laughs> is like Halloween town. Yeah. It's insane Legit. to me. It is insane. But, and I see, when I was researching all this, I'm like, I didn't know. I didn't know this about Halloween. I didn't know this. Like, really? Yeah. And it is fascinating to me that all these things have come about and they've, evolved into what we know as halloween Mm -hmm. the dressing up in costumes or covering themselves so they wouldn't be recognized going from door to door asking for food or money that has evolved into trick-or-treating yeah who knew yeah yeah (laughs) and it's so fascinating to me and now i can understand why there are literal degrees or when I take a history pic- degree. <laughs> when I take a picture of Samhain, you're like, what's Sam hang? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. this is why there's such a thing as a history degree. It's so cool. And it, it, it comes about because, you know, it's becoming wintertime and they're afraid of, you know, they're the season of, of death. Well, they're afraid of dark. Yeah, it's the dark. The dark is and, coming. Yeah. And, it's, and they didn't have they light bulbs. Have it, yeah. They didn't have no all these things. And so it's your last chance to get the the light of the summer out yeah. on the bonfires and clean all of these areas so that disease doesn't get in and and harvest everything at the last time but then celebrate that you can do those things with the feasts um i think that's what i like most about this plus like i said with my grandma passing yeah the extra factor of then you can start reflecting not that i you don't reflect on them on a daily basis depending on how close you are but it's your time to really reflect about them and um I always think of the bonfires like you're lighting a fire and it's it's going to be your warmth and your light for the until Yule where you have your Yule log and and we'll, we'll get into that later. But, you I know, like so it yeah. kind of just carries you that extra burst of fire and flame kind of carries you into mm-hmm. the the winter and the coldness but you have that spark still and you're able to get through those months and remember yes it's hard right now but we're gonna be able to make it to this last point and then have that little feast and festival and then push through until 
defrost and we have the beauty of the spring again. That's awesome. That is but that's me going that into was the profound. Sp- that's me going into the <laughs> spiritual thing. I do those every once in a while. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um but yeah, this year for those who don't know, my grandma passed away in February and this is my first year of she was very strong. Well, let me back up again. She was she was my one of my constants that was here all the time that in a lot of ways she wasn't just my grandmother, but she was my mother. She was my best friend. Um, more than even the sweet ladies that I have in my life now. Um, because she she saw me when I was born and up to the now and um, this is my first year that I don't have her. And it's been a lot of reflection as each of these holidays come up, they, they hit a little bit closer and those profound moments come out a little bit more. Plus yeah. I think I'm just getting old. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, well, I mean, yes. yes, we are getting old, but no, I think it does hit you a little bit differently when these big life moments happen and it, we are getting into the, you know, the grateful season, season of season of gratefulness. And, yes. And it makes you realize how much you have to be grateful for. Oh yeah, absolutely. And how much we have, well, we have compared so to, <laughs> you know, our ancestors Now that I'm looking at my notes, can I throw some stuff in? Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) I got on tangents. Um, So just some clarification, ritual bonfires, like Beltane, bonfires were lit on hilltops at Samhain, and there were rituals involving them. By the early modern era, they were most common in parts of the Scottish Highlands, on the Isle of Man, in North and Mid Wales, and in the parts of Ulster, which is in Ireland. Um. It let's see the customs did die out a little bit, but they are coming back with the neo paganisms, um, bringing them back to life. Um, they would use only certain kinds of woods, but later it showed that they would pretty much use anything that would be flammable towards, which makes sense. You know, you're trying to create this huge fire and put as much. Yeah. In it that you can, um, but I think it was also a way of them getting rid of things that they, they oh, don't have. Do you see all the branches I have laying around they don't right have, now? Gar- they don't have garbage trucks there. You know? Yes, they. It was symbolic. It to burn up and destroy all harmful influences, which I think we talked about. And then also, it was um, imitative or sympathetic magic, mimicking the sun helping the powers of growth and holding back the decay and darkness of winter. Um, In the 18th and 19th centuries suggests that the fires, smoke and ashes were deemed to have protective and cleansing powers. So just to add into there, if you want to put a little bit of that magic into your Halloween Samhain time, you can, you can um, light a fire in your backyard in your little pit and and think about the things that you can cleanse from your life and just let them go up with the smoke and the flames love it yeah that's awesome I'm just all these fun facts i know <laughs> i was like i'm gonna do this now knew. i'm gonna do this now um the last thing that i have was just other related festivals um 
the Britonic branch of Celtic languages, Samhain, is known as Callens of Winter. Um, and that's in the Wales, Cornwall, Brittany areas. They are held on the 31st of October. Um, and then there's another part um, that's Callan Gayoff, and I'm probably saying that wrong. That's also in Wales. Um, Cornwall, it's known as Allentide or Callan Gwaf, maybe? G W A V. Sorry if I'm breaking your language. And Brittany, it is Callan Guanv, G O A N with a little on it and a V. What was that? A little no. what? <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I think that's sometimes too talking more of the paganism, um, with the neo paganisms. Samhain starts on the 31st, but goes until November 1st. So you will see people, you probably have people around you that you're like, why are they still celebrating stuff? It's because to them, it is a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, just be respectful. Right? It's a religion. It, religion, but it's not It's not structured. It's not a structured one. No. I mean, you do have religions that in it. Yeah. That are structured, right? Like the Wiccans it's a, or... It's a practice that is not yeah. recognized as much. And so I don't think that people are as mindful of it. Yeah. So just be mindful. Yeah, just be mindful of it. Enjoy. Everybody have fun. Enjoy time. That's what it is about, is enjoying company and things like that. Um, but remember that there are spiritual starts from it because Halloween wouldn't be around without that Samhain um, tradition that started so long ago that people nowadays might not you understand so much. All of your yummy candy on sale on November 1st without it. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I did want to also bring up a couple of holidays because we didn't bring them up in our last episode that are happening around oh. autumn time. Do tell. Just a, a quick blah out there. Um, and you guys can look up when they are. And if they've already passed, I apologize. You know, for next year, because that's kind of where I am. Okay. Like, oh, next year I can figure this out. <laughs> um, Dia de Muertos. We've already talked oh. about Day of the Dead. Yes. Um, Moon Festival. Have you ever heard of a moon Never festival? Heard of it. I nope. was intrigued. I was like, Luna? <laughs> I know Luna. <Yeah. laughs> moon festival. Lantern festival. That's in Thailand, which made me think of um, not Rapunzel, but. <sighs> oh, no, I can't think of it either. The oh. Disney movie. She ha- is. Tangled. Tangled, thank you. <laughs> With her little lantern festival. Yes. I was like, I want to do that. Um, Bonfire Nights, which Sawin, we understand. October Fest, you know, Germany, yep, yep. they do that. And they do that from September 23rd to October 3rd. And I was like, we need to Bucket list get item. better on that Bucket celebration. <laughs> um, Diwali. Oh, yes. It's an Indian. Isn't it an Indian? Sure. I only know this because of The Office. <laughs> isn't it in The Office? I think I so. Diwali or am I thinking of something else? I don't know. I might have missed that one. I didn't watch all of The Office. I do love The Office and probably should watch it more. 
again. But anyways, um, Thanksgiving, which will probably, I know, they're going to come for me too. (laughs) How dare you? Um, Thanksgiving, which we know is coming up next month. Um, uh, One that I cannot probably say very well, Loi Krothong, and a couple more that I cannot pronounce, which I'm not even going to try. Halloween, which we just talked about. And Samhain, which we just talked about. The Autumn Equinox Maybon, which we said, but we didn't get into it. And Columbus Day for us U.S. peoples, which was a while ago, October 12th. <laughs> I was like, that's like the only one that I know when it is. <laughs> Beyond what I just said. So, um, just some food for thought for next year. I had to look it up. Diwali is the, is the Indian... Um, Okay. It's the Indian Festival of Lights. Ooh. Okay. Lots of Festival of Lights yes. I'm seeing. I need, I think for me personally, I need the Moon Festival in my life. Yes. Because I'm already drawn to the moon. I think she's so pretty. And when Caden was little, Caden had the moon and Lorenzo had the sun. And so whenever they saw them, my moon, my moon, <laughs> my sun, my sun. And so it just makes me think of Caden and... Um, and then Lantern Festival, I think, would be really fun. Oh, to do. yeah. I think that's, that'd be so yes. gorgeous. And of course, bonfire. Oh, campfires yes. are so yummy. Um, just bottom line, this time of year is amazing. If you yeah. didn't already know, bottom line, there's so many amazing things going on right now. Yeah. It's just a wonderful time to be alive. And that kind of um, our quote and bringing up our ancestors and being grateful for the things that they presented in the life that they had and what we can take from them and make into our own traditions and seeing how it's evolved up to this point of you know Samhain to Halloween to Samhain whatever now um I'm going to present a challenge for us I love challenges in the spirit of gratitude which is coming up well when you listen to this we will be coming up in the tomorrow (laughs) November 1st um we want to extend and we're going to do it too and we're going to see if everyone's on board with us um as we get through the month of november 30 days doing a 10 things grateful for journal it can be written down hand wise which i like to do because then i feel like i'm using all my senses i'm seeing it i'm smelling it um, because you smell the paper i'm writing it out so it's a little bit more interactive, but you can type it out. You can say it out to the world, however you want to do it. 10 things you're grateful for each day for 30 days, at least. It can be more, but you might want to save those for the next day because you kind of want to vary it up. And it can um, be little things like, I'm grateful for the sun. I'm grateful for my... I'm grateful that I have indoor plumbing. <laughs> I'm grateful I can take a shower today. You know, just... Yeah, I'm grateful but for my But it can also be, I'm grateful for my mentor. I'm grateful yeah. for, you know, the food I can pick. I'm grateful for, like you said, the sun, the moon, the stars. Yeah. Water. Because we have a lot to be grateful for. We do. That I don't think we realize that we do. we're grateful for. We do. And that is going to be also to honor um, our upcoming holiday in the U.S., which is catching on because of the commercialization of it. (laughs) Thanksgiving. Yes. Which also has a spiritual thing, but we'll save that for later. (laughs) Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah, Did you have anything else? I'll definitely be, be partaking in this challenge. 
Yeah. I like it. Just go with it. Yeah. I'm partaking I'm of partaking it, I'm partaking of this challenge. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm partaking of this content. I definitely need to pay attention, pay more attention to what I'm grateful for. And you can, you know what you can do? You can start your campfire. I'm just going to add this in here. Do your night campfire. If you're in a place you can't do a campfire, then cut one out. You know put it what on. we do because we don't have we don't yeah, have, tell me we don't have a fireplace or we don't have a camp like a campfire type thing. You know we don't have a backyard that we can. We have a backyard, but we don't have. Yeah, you can't. It's do, not fire safe. It's not backyard. like you can go out in the back of my yard. <laughs> we and light pulled it. up. We pulled up on YouTube. Uh-huh. Put it up on our big TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the crackling fire sounds. Yes. And we turn the heat on, and that, that's what we do for our fire. I Every like it. Every time we want a fire, that's what we do on Christmas Day. That's what we do at Christmas Eve. Like, anytime we oh. want a fire, we pull it up, and that's what we do for I fire. I like, I, now, see, I'm going to go, go into where I'm blessed. I feel blessed that I can walk out and start a fire in my yard, in yes. my little fire ring, and at during the Christmas time, I can put wood in my wood stove yes. and turn down my heat because <laughs> it gets a little too hot. Yes, and and smell the wood and ah, it's, it's so good. I can smell it right now. So start, do your fire on the thirty first. Bring in those feel goods from your ancestors. Push out all of the negative that you don't want for the remainder of. What we know now is our calendar and move that forward into the new year, but and start writing down what we're grateful for and forgetting the negative because the negative will pass away. It'll come out if you don't focus on it. I'm not talking about other negatives that we do need to work on as a society. I'm talking about ourselves and maybe the things that we don't like about ourselves so much. If we focus on the positive, the positive will come out and we don't have to worry much about the negative. Yes. It's beautiful. New beginnings. Peace. Thanks for hanging with AJ. And A-Ray. We hope we've brought a little fun, sass, and joy into your lives. For more information about our episodes, us, and what we may be up to, please visit our website at wanderingmusings.my.canva.site. That's wanderingmusings.my.canva.site. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cheers to womanhood! Ciao! Thank you for your support of our podcast. Original music composition written and performed by Gregory Anderson and used with permission from Anderson Media.